The Girlfriend Chronicles, Secret Skeletons and Sticky Situations by author Medisa Hinchlow. Chapter number two, things aren't always as they seem. Kyria Williams. Malcolm hurried in from the office yelling like an idiot. Kyria, where is your tux? Look, we have 45 minutes to get there. I stood in the hallway giggling to myself with his tux in my hand. I swear, this fool was going to have a fucking stroke one day if his old ass did not stop going from zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds flat. <sighs> Malcolm, I have everything right here. Just calm down. We're going to make it on time. He relaxed and then looked over at me and motioned for me to hand him his tux like I was a fucking slave or something like that. I smiled and just handed it to him. He then rudely said, where the hell is your dress? Why aren't you ready? I knew that his calm and collected demeanor wouldn't last long. It never did. He was always so uptight. I played nice, though, and said, Malcolm, please, honey, I have your tux right here. And I have to put my dress on in just a second. I needed to finish feeding the baby. Janice is here to watch him, so now I can get ready, okay? He looked at me with a look of irritation and tried to muster up a smile. I tried not to laugh as he looked like he was extremely fucking impressed. Malcolm was a good looking guy. He's 15 years my senior, but definitely doesn't look his age. His bald head was actually kind of sexy. He recently shaved it off because he was walking around with a whole George Jeff Jefferson ass struggle fade. And uh, yeah, I wanted no parts of that. <laughs> Malcolm and I had been together for a bit over two years. We were married only about three months after we started dating. I really wasn't ready to get married and wasn't really feeling Malcolm like that. However, to be honest with you, girls like me from the hood weren't accustomed to successful, rich entrepreneurs showing an interest in us. All the other guys that I had dealt with had ugh, issues and were too busy fucking playing games. And I was tired of being toyed with. I met Malcolm. When I was temping at his office, he specializes in commercial real estate investing and the business has been good to him. Meeting Malcolm was right on time and just what I needed to get me out of my miserable, desperate situation of poverty and despair. My broke ass needed that come up. In the beginning, I made it a point to cater to his every need and be there at his every beck and call. I put it on his old ass something vicious a few times and he decided to wipe me up. I went from rags to riches in no time. <laughs> One day, I was eating a steady diet of beanie weenies, ramen noodles, and grilled cheese. And the next, hey, <laughs> I was eating steak and lobster. I went from drinking bottles of $3.99 Boone's Farm to popping bottles in VIP that cost $250 a pop. Yeah, we'd come from two totally different worlds. And at times, it was hard for me. But I adapted and went from the hood life that I had known to the high society life in an instant. I managed to fit in perfectly and no one knew that I was born with a rusted spoon in my mouth instead of a silver one. <clears throat> Imagine going from a net worth of negative zero to a net worth of too many damn zeros to count. <laughs> Don't judge me. My son Justin was born three months ago. He is my pride and joy. He is such a little cutie pie with curly, fine, cold black hair. He has a perfectly little round head and big, bright hazel eyes, and it makes him look like a little cabbage patch doll. 
my son is the best thing that has ever happened to me. He is perfect. He's my baby. And I'm crazy about that little guy. Malcolm never really spends time with him. And to think of it, Malcolm doesn't spend much time with me either. He is always so consumed with work. He's always just uptight and so always consumed with money and and this and that. And family just doesn't matter. We come last. You know, this is often a point of contention in an already less than picture perfect marriage. You know, our sex life, it sucks. Our communication, it sucks. Our marriage sucks. I sometimes feel that he keeps me around just to make himself feel good and look good. He's definitely a narcissist and a control freak. Malcolm comes from a family of super chauvinistic men who believe women shouldn't work but stay at home and care for the house and kids. I bet if his ass could, he'd keep me barefoot and pregnant forever. We haven't had sex in months and this is more often than not an issue for him because he expects me to drop my fucking panties at his demand. To be completely honest with you, Malcolm doesn't have much respect for me as a woman and honestly, he doesn't even have much respect for me as a fucking person. I feel like he holds his wealth and status over my head. He knows that I come from nothing and I'm terrified to even think that I would ever be forced to go back there. It's so difficult living with him, but mm, I've learned to tolerate it and accept his arrogant, snobbish attitude. I guess you can say I deal with his mistreatment and disrespect because I am living a life that I only once dreamed about. It feels good to spend money and not have to blink or even give it a second thought. The days of robbing Peter to pay Paul have been over for me since marrying him. We're very well off, and as long as I take care of the house, Malcolm is going to take care of me. Yeah, look, my marriage isn't great, and I really need more emotionally and physically, but as so many women do, I choose to just deal with it and suffer in silence and put up with his foolishness and bullshit because... Regardless of how much of an asshole he truly is, I want for nothing. I ride good. I dress good. I eat good. And for the most part, I'm content. Well, I try to convince myself that I am. Finally, after a few panic moments, Malcolm was ready to go out the door. He was looking quite nice in his all-black tux. <laughs> that crisp white dress shirt and that bow tie was all that and then some, y'all. <laughs> I was wearing a mid-length black sequined formal gown. You know, I had to squeeze into it after putting on my Spanx. <laughs> Malcolm actually had a custom order for me from some upscale store in New York. He wanted me to look like a star, like I was on the red carpet. I am his young, pretty trophy wife. So showing me off is something that he does with great pleasure. So we were ready to walk out the door. And we walked to the limo that was parked outside. 
Malcolm instructed the driver to take us to the J.W. Marriott Hotel downtown. We were attending a formal dinner party with all of the high society folks of Indianapolis and its surrounding cities. These high society parties never got old to Malcolm, but for me, I was tired of them. Ugh, I got sick of sitting around making senseless, useless chatter with these snobby stuck-up bitches. <laughs> the driver jumped on the freeway southbound and headed toward downtown Indy. As Malcolm sat across from me, I noticed him relentlessly scrolling through his iPhone. I knew he was working. It was always pretty quiet during our long time. you think that we'd be talking, but that rarely happened because he was always working. It was a little irritating at first, but I have kind of gotten used to it because Justin really keeps me so busy nowadays that I don't even have time to focus on it. So I just sat there and looked at my phone, scrolling through Facebook, while waiting for us to arrive at the hotspot of the evening. We pulled up in front of the hotel and were escorted from the lobby to the lavish grand ballroom. It was beautiful, y'all. Crystal chandeliers, glass sculptures, gold and silver accented fixtures, deep, dark, mahogany-colored wood, and high-end decor. Oh, wow, it gave it such a palatial feel. We walked into the entrance of the room, and Malcolm immediately started showing me off to all these high society folks. <laughs> some of them I had seen at the prior events and some of them were just fresh faces. But uh, I put on my trophy wife smile and made small talk with the other high society wives, mistresses, and girlfriends. I couldn't help but think about how much I missed kicking it with my girls. Alyssa, Tara, and Shauna. Man, I miss their crazy asses. Malcolm forbid me from hanging with my crew. He said I was on another level now and I needed to forget about my ghetto ass friends and find me some friends in his circle. I'm like a dummy. I stopped talking to them all. Damn. I can't believe I let his old ass alienate me from my friends. After much mingling, Malcolm spotted his new business partner, J.D. He and Malcolm had just teamed up to start a venture capital firm here in the city. I had overheard Malcolm talking about J.D., but this was actually going to be the first time that we ever wanted to be in person. <laughs> From what Malcolm said, J.D. commuted between here and Miami. He wasn't married, had no children, and was what Malcolm tends to call a collector of fine women, meaning he never had the same woman on his own. But surprisingly, tonight, he was alone. <laughs> we walked over to him so Malcolm could introduce me. JD turned around and I thought I was going to die. I could not believe my eyes. I knew this man, and he knew me as well. His face lit up like the sun, and he looked at me with a deep, stern, yet sexy, unwavering stare. <laughs> and he said, hello, Kyria. I've heard so much about you. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Oh, I was a little shook, but I kept my shit together, and I replied, likewise, J.D., it's great to meet you. We stood there for a few seconds, and there was this weird, awkward silence. Malcolm then asked JD to keep me company as he proceeded to mingle. I stood there looking around 
trying not to look into JD's eyes. Y'all, he was a sight to see. I mean, the total package from top to bottom. He had the deepest, sexiest dimples and his smile was golden and seemed to light up the room. I marveled at the sight before my eyes, his perfect teeth, his high cheekbones, his fresh lineup, and oh my goodness, that caramel brown skin that was velvety smooth like silk. <laughs> oh, I was captivated by his beautiful amber brown eyes as they seemed to stare a hole straight through me. He was mysterious and intriguing to me. I wanted badly to forget the memories of him that were consuming my mind, but I couldn't. I didn't know it, but my past was coming back to get me, and it was coming back relentlessly. I wasn't ready for this, and I could never, ever have it expected or even imagined in my wildest dreams that in the next 24 hours my life was going to take a crazy ass turn and the shit was literally about to hit the fan. I was going to find myself a character in a real life soap opera.